Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. I almost said happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. You surprise. Surprise. Hey. I mean, it is our birthday month. So, I mean, like, valid, I guess. true. Hey, guys. I hope that you guys are not surprised. Actually, you probably are because we didn't announce that we're going to take a break. We didn't announce we're taking a break. We didn't announce that we're coming back. But, I mean, here we are. Well, yeah, okay, so we usually we usually do take a break, but we usually say, like, that we're going to, because we always take a break during the summer and then we start back up, um, but we didn't do that because we just got busy, lol. Yeah, like, it it really, like, ramped up with, like, no, no warning or, like, anything. It was like, oh, okay, everybody's just busy, like, all the time, and, uh, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what I did half this summer because I don't remember. I mean, I could. Well, I think it, I think it's like a relic from school because, like, in the summer, like you don't have school, so then you like plan all these things and you're so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we don't have school anymore, it feels like the summer is always busy. Yeah, and I think or, especially like, it goes so fast. Well, yeah, and especially in Minnesota, where like outside time is so limited. I feel like that's a big factor too, yeah. where it's like, oh, we yeah. only have so many months that we can go do all these outdoor things. Um, so like summer gets eaten up so fast. And like, really, there's only what, 12 weekends in the summer. And like, if you do something- Is that true? Weekend, yeah, there's only three months. So it's like four weekends a month, 12 mats. That's crazy when you put it like that. Yeah. Gross. So, I mean, really, you only have 52 Saturdays a year. That's disgusting that you say that, actually. Exactly. So I'm going to have a freak out. <laughs> I understand time now. What is going on? Um, so, yeah, it's been a, a crazy summer, but we're here. Some of us are queer. All of the things. I think when we left, it was like around Pride ish maybe I, I don't know i think so um yeah so we're still trying to figure things out um because it's been so long we're like how do we even sign in i think you said what did you say you had to download something oh so um i couldn't find i bought a macbook over the summer um so i now have a macbook again and because it's an apple it doesn't have like usb ports so i was trying to find my adapter and I couldn't uh, in the amount of time that we're like, okay, we're recording right now. And I thought I knew where it was. Obviously, I did not. Um, so I had to grab Miguel's laptop and I'm using that. And I had to download the um, kind of like the software that my microphone uses in case I want to change any of the settings on that. So that's what I had to download quick. Okay. Yeah. So if it sounds a little silly, we'll have it fixed. Hopefully next, next week or I mean, actually but, not next week but let's be honest when do i not have mic issues so like realistically yeah i guess um, i'll listen to it back and see if it sounds okay yeah so um all right let's just get into it because it's been so long do you have um a parent snap a do you have anything snap um yeah i guess I mean, it's funny because i think most people know i i assume that listen if probably follow us on social media um i got engaged over this summer um freshly like almost like yeah two weeks ago now which is kind of crazy yeah yeah it was two weeks ago today 
Hey. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got engaged in Mexico. Uh, Miguel and I went to Mexico for nine days. Um, 26th of August through the 4th. Um, so yeah, I got engaged to Mexico. It was really cute. Um, I It's funny because I told Calvin, Gary, and Rath. Oops, name dropped again. Sorry, guys. Not really, but like yeah. whatever. Um, I told them a few months ago, I was like, I think Gail's going to propose in Mexico. And I can't find those text messages, but I know for a fact I sent them. Um, yeah, yeah, you did. And I was like, does he know that you knew that already? That that I knew or that I thought he was? Yeah, did he? does he know that? Um, he knows that now. Uh, oh. Because even when we were in Mexico, like I was texting you guys and I was like, I don't know when it's going to happen or whatever. He's like, what are you guys talking about? Because um, sometimes there are conversations that we have and I think are funny. And then I'll show Miguel and like little blurbs and stuff. He's like, what are you guys talking about? Let me see. And I was like, no. I <laughs> uh, even a few months ago, I kind of had like a hunch and that hunch was right. So he proposed two weeks ago, which if you're listening um, two weeks ago for us right now was September 2nd was the day after my birthday. Um, Period. Yeah. So we were in like a, his parents' hometown um, and he's showing me around and like we walked around a lot and saw the places that he spent growing up and he proposed. Um, he made a reel, not a TikTok, a reel about it. So uh, maybe I'll link that. Um, he also, his, mm -hmm. his Instagram is now public because he wanted people to be able to see the video. So, and Calvin oh. finally followed Miguel on Instagram after um, <laughs> seven years. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I guess if it's official, I'll finally follow him. I was like, I, I guess I never really asked or like thought about it, but I was like, oh, I assumed that you guys already had each other on social media, but alas, I was wrong. No, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm engaged now. Um, I'm slowly, but uh. I can't even say surely because I don't even know what I'm doing, but like trying to figure out wedding planning and all that stuff. My mom, I talked to my mom today and we are going to have an engagement party. Um, Yay. When? Um, probably like October, November, I think. Um, long story short, there's a lot going on in the family between both families, I guess, right now. Um, my oh. sister just had a baby like a, a, week, oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago also. So we're all just trying to like get grounding and footing and everything. So probably just yeah. be a little bit, but we're not planning to get married in 2024. We'll probably be like 2025 anyway. So like really no big pressure. Do you love a long engagement? Is that considered long two years? Or like a year and I a half? I think Ethan and Alicia were engaged for like only a year. I thought yeah, that was They've been fast. together for like 27 years. I think two years is good. That gives a, a lot of planning. One year, it's like you're engaged, and then the next thing you know, you're married. You didn't even get to have like that moment, you know. I don't know. And that's how I feel. I feel like people are like, "Oh, so next year," and I'm like, "Bitch, it's already September. Like, what do you mean? Like, places and stuff are already booked next year. Uh, I wasn't planning on having a wedding next year, and like, weddings are really expensive. But we also want to buy a house. So, I mean, I think that's what we're still gonna do is we'll buy a house next year." And then plan the wedding after that because I want to. My ghost mom says we can't live with her married, so which is fine. 
um, that's very valid. Would you be down to live with her now? I mean, I basically live here now. So, I mean, like. Well, that's true. So, yeah, but it's fine. I think for, I think both of, like, everyone involved is kind of like, yeah, I think we just want our own space and, like, our own place, too. And I know I've been saying that for, like, a long time. Like, yeah, we want to buy a house next year, this year, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I think now it's just, like, we just have to deal with the market for what it is, unfortunately. So, yeah. Yeah, Are that's you my... thinking, like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Finish. I was like, so, yeah, that's my parents snap. I got engaged. <laughs> um, Tell us, did you cry? Did he give a good speech? Do you um, want to tell us about um how he... The mind games, Mama. Oh, the mind my games that he was playing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I I teared up. Like, I wasn't, like, full-on, like, bawling. Um, well, was it because you knew? I think... Was it obvious that day? It honestly no, like that day no, but okay. So full rundown. So like I said a few months ago, I told Calvin and everyone that I thought Miguel was going to propose in Mexico because um, I had been begging this man to go on vacation because I was like, I really want to go on like a trip. Like I want to go to the beach. I want to go do stuff. Like all the trips we've been taking lately are with like groups and like for different reasons. It's not like vacation per se. Um, so I want to go do something for like the both of us and I mean mostly for myself but like also with Miguel um, mm. and I wanted to go on a trip and he was like no we need to save money we're not going on a trip and then like a couple weeks later he's like we're gonna go to Mexico and I want to take you to Mexico for your birthday and pay for everything and I was like what and I was like we literally just had a whole ass conversation about how we need to save money and you don't want to go on a trip and I was like okay fine that makes perfect sense we are trying to save to buy a house. Like we probably shouldn't spend a lot of money on like a trip or a vacation. So whatever. And then the closer it got, I was telling, again, I was telling Kelly, Calvin and everybody, I was like, maybe not. Like, I don't <laughs> want to. Sounds like you almost said Kellyanne Conway. Huh? I said, it almost sounded like you said Kellyanne Conway. I know. I almost said, for whatever I said, I was trying to say Calvin and everyone, but it came out as Kelly. And I was like, that's weird, but okay. <laughs> Hard to. <laughs> um, but yeah, the closer it got, I was like, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment and think I'm getting engaged and then not getting engaged. And then I just look stupid. So I didn't want to be on like some real clown girl shit. So I was like, let me put this idea out of my mind. So mm -hmm. I was like, nah. Um, but so we left on a Saturday. The Friday before we were going to a concert. Do we want to tell people that you snooped? I didn't snoop. Everybody says that I snooped, but I really didn't. Um, so, like, you know, okay, so, you know, you're, like, preparing for a trip. And, like, you buy a bunch of, like, travel size stuff and you get things. And it was literally the size of, like, a mascara. Like, when you buy a nice mascara and it comes in a box or, like, a perfume roller or something like that. That was the size of the box. And we were going to a concert that night. It was a Friday before we went to go see the Arctic Monkeys. And... I had thought, I was like, oh, did I buy something and forget to pack it in my suitcase? Because I already packed the day before and my suitcases were at my parents' house. So I was like, picked it up and it said like Brilliant Earth Jewelry Cleaner. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I know what Brilliant Earth is. Like, I'm not an idiot. Like, I've looked at engagement rings. I'm a girl. We've been together for almost seven years. Like, I know what mm -hmm. this is. And I was like, ah. And I took a picture of it. I sent it to a couple group chats and I was like, it's happening. Something is happening it's on happening. this trip. And I, I wasn't looking for it. It was literally just on the table in our room. 
um, which is like mm-hmm. our catch-all table. It's like where keys will go or like I'll put my makeup there or whatever. So that's why it wasn't like I wasn't looking for it. It just happened to be there. Um, and it was weird because for the rest of the night, Miguel was like, don't look in my backpack. Or if I needed to grab something, he's like, oh, it's my backpack. I was like, okay, go grab it. And he's like, no, I'll get it. And I was like, yeah. okay. Well. Yeah, so that was tip number one. Yeah. Tip number two, that week, Miguel was like, are you going to get your nails done? Yeah. And mm-hmm. <laughs> truth be told, <laughs> I knew I was going to get my nails done. Like, for me, it's like I'm going on vacation. And for, like, most people, I think, if you get your nails done, before you go on vacation, you're going to go get that done. Like, that's not something that you're just like, I'm just going to, like, take this ready-ass manicure I've had for a couple weeks and go on vacation. So I was yeah. like yeah i'm gonna get my nails done and the manicure that i had gotten before gorgeous color it was orange it was summery it was cute but i went to a different nail salon and they literally it was like so bubbly and so gross and i hated everything about it but i want i didn't want to go pay another 40 50 to just go get it redone um and honestly i was really embarrassed to even bring it to my actual salon that i go to and like have them take it off because i was like i don't know what they're gonna think about me like this is so gross um, so obviously I was gonna get my nails done and I did he'd asked me if I was gonna get my nails done he had like randomly gone to my parents house on Friday um, he's like yeah I'm gonna go get you clothes for the concert and I was like why like I was like I have a t-shirt and jeans like that's all I was planning to wear like I'm not planning to go all out like it's a it's like a rock concert like it's not like that and he's like no I'm gonna I want to ride my motorcycle and I'm gonna go um, to your parents house and go grab you clothes and I was like whatever um, and the clothes that he brought back was literally just like the last thing on my bed. Like it was like shorts and a different t-shirt. And I was like, you didn't like try, like you didn't try to look for something. You just grabbed <laughs> the first thing you saw. So like, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the outfit. <laughs> also sucks. <laughs> uh, and lo and behold, that's when he went to go show my parents the ring. Um, uh-huh. So there were a couple like weird ish behaviors, but then the whole trip, like we were in Mexico for nine days. Miguel didn't propose until like the seventh day in. <laughs> so like the entire time I'm just in or in Mexico. Our first day was literally a shit show, and that can be a story for a probably later in the episode, I guess. Um, but it was really just I was like, when is it gonna happen? Like the first day was just like a travel day. Second day we got like massages and we're just like hanging around. Then we went to like a beach and we went snorkeling and like all this stuff. And then after that, we, I think the following day, we had like this moonlit, um, candlelit dinner on the beach and the couple next to us got engaged. That was funny. Yeah. I was texting Calvin and everyone during that too. And I was like, I don't know. Cause like we, we had to sit through a presentation, like a two hour presentation on timeshares to get that dinner for free. Um, did you actually? We did. Yeah. Cause otherwise it was going to be like in another like two, $300. Um, oh my God. But we just sat through the timeshare presentation and basically was like, no. Which, again, that timeshare was like $25,000 for, like, the package. And then you still have to pay monthly on top of that. And they're basically like, yeah, we can give you cheaper rates because we have an office in Panama. So you don't have to pay taxes. And we don't pay taxes. So we just collect all this money and don't pay state taxes or country taxes to all these places. And we're like, gross. Um, So it was very weird. Very, very weird. Um, But, yeah, he didn't propose then either. Um, there was a time that yeah, we like, but that same night on the moonlit dinner there, I thought it would, cause that, okay. If you guys saw, I don't know if you, you probably didn't see a picture, but we saw a picture of what it looked like. 
and it was very romantic yeah. and i for sure thought it would be that night because it looked like it would be um yeah. exactly what did you say someone else got engaged and he was yeah. like that is so tacky so the and we were like oh my god the mind games bitch oh my god this bitch is playing chess bitch oh my god Poor yeah it was literally like the couple next to us and i don't know and maybe because i'm not like the most materialistic person like the couple next to us like he had gotten her like a fendi bag and like all this stuff and like they had guitar players and a photographer and blah 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 this I was like, I don't really know if I'd want all those people involved in like an engagement anyway. So I was like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, but I also kind of knew in the back of my mind too, I was like, I don't think Miguel would ever propose here because it's like, this is not the Mexico that he cares for. Like the entire time Miguel's like, this food is yeah. trash. I don't care for this. Like we only went to the resort because I wanted to go to the resort type of thing. Uh and I like wanted a beach vacation and he knows that. So I mm -hmm. think that was a lot of it also. So I was like, okay. And I was in my the back of my mind. And like, even now I'm like, I don't think he was ever going to propose while we were in Waltuco. Um, but yeah, like that was our last night there. And then we drove back and we were in the city for a few days. And I was like, well, I know it's not going to happen on my birthday because Miguel knows how I feel about that. So I was like, okay so am i dumb like at this point like i know that there's a ring like i know all these <laughs> yeah. things but i was like what the fuck like, what am i doing <laughs> like it, it, the jewelry cleaner is for himself he bought himself a chain like period. no and that's what he said because he did buy himself a chain he's like oh because i didn't ask him about it until we got back he's like that was for myself like i bought jewelry for myself and i was like <laughs> okay work bitch work yeah miguel has a gold chain now and he's like a different person it's kind of annoying um, he's like an ego, Period. like a bigger ego somehow. So, yeah, um, that was that. But yeah, he proposed on that Saturday, um, the second. He had given a little speech about like how this is the place where he made a lot of memories and like um, learned how to love and things and all that. And then he was like, I want to continue to make memories with you, blah, blah, blah. Um, not blah blah blah, but like you know, I'm not gonna go into like detail. <laughs> yada yada yada. <laughs> but yeah, he proposes. Um, his aunt had come down from Mexico City to help him, um, and like take pictures for us while we were there, and like that's where she grew up too. So she was, um, she was showing us around and stuff, um, and kind of helping us like find family that lived there and where people were still. Um, and she had helped Miguel get this like big ass bouquet of flowers. Um. It was really helpful. It was the first time I had met her. Like we're friends on, we've been friends on Facebook for a while because her son comes mm -hmm. um, to visit every year. But yeah, it was really nice. It was really sweet. Um, turns out a lot of people knew it was going to happen. Um, I guess Miguel had told our friend Rathmini like months ago when we were in Chicago. So like she had known for a while. Um, Gary knew for a while. Miguel had told Gary last year that it was going to happen. Um, we had a lot of friends who also were like, yeah, Miguel talked to us before you guys were leaving or whatever, whatever. And I was like, so everyone around me just let me fucking sit here and not know. And everybody's like, yeah, we just keep refreshing Instagram, like waiting for um, waiting for the post and like to know what was going on. I was like, what? Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think Miguel told Rathmany and Rathmany told me and Gary, but the way that 
we were seeing it through your eyes and the way that stuff was happening, I think genuinely we were like, actually, we don't know if it's going to happen or not. We knew that that was his goal, but we were like, the way that he's acting, I don't know. Yeah, um, it was literally like, so, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. And it was still like a surprise. Like when he came out with the bouquet of flowers, like I didn't anticipate that like at all. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, quite the trip. Um, so we'll see. Calvin's ready to be a wedding coordinator, I guess. So, yeah, I'm ready to yell at people and boss people around. Period. Um, because that's what I'm best at. So, so, yeah, that that was Mexico. Um, also drove through the mountains after a hurricane, and there were no roads. So, like, that was an interesting time. Um, would not recommend to anyone. It was kind of a shit show, but you know, we had fun. We survived. Um, I thought I was going to die. And then in that moment, I was like, I finally get to the point in my life where I'm going to get engaged and I'm about to die off the side of a mountain um, because we had to do this in Mexico. Like it was so bad. Like the fo- it was really foggy and it was dark early because you're driving through the mountains. So once the sun goes down, like that's it. Like there's no, like the sun goes down a lot sooner. Um, and like, I literally had to watch the GPS on the phone to like, know when Miguel was supposed to like turn or like curve at all. Um, again, like, oh, that's scary, bitch. It was terrifying. And it was like that for eight hours (laughs) and I had not eaten. Um, we didn't have, excuse me. Um, I had not eaten our car rental situation, got all sorts of messed up getting into Mexico. So like that whole day I had like a slice of pizza and like a piece of bread and so like i have a throbbing yeah. headache because i'm like dehydrated i'm hungry i haven't like moved my muscles were really achy from like sitting still and like sitting on the plane and like not moving around all day and we our flight was delayed like two and a half hours leaving dallas um and it was delayed after we were already like seated and ready to go on the plane so it wasn't like a oh well it's delayed and i can go get food now it was we're already on the plane like phones on airplane mode ready to go they're like oh there's a technical problem so we'll just wait and every 20 minutes they'd update like we have no update until like two and a half hours later when we finally took off so i was like every time i go on a trip like getting there is such a headache and such a hassle so that was cool i guess um but yeah it was uh it was quite the trip that sounds fun did you have Wi-Fi out there? Um, our yeah, so our resort in Waltuco had Wi-Fi. Um, I had but like, like while driving. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I like barely had service. Like I could get service every once in a while. I think I sent a couple text messages when we like landed and when we were like closer to the city, I could send stuff out. Um, but it was like five gigs of data in whatever for like those nine days that they give you like T-Mobile gave me complimentary type of thing. Uh, But that went like super fast because everything that we were at was like kind of remote or like rural or like in the jungle. So by the time we got back to the city after the four days, like it was already done. So like my phone use was very limited. But yeah, Yeah, it was uh, was interesting. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say when we went to Puerto Rico, we didn't have any Wi-Fi. So if we wanted to go somewhere, we would like use the house Wi-Fi that we were staying at. 
and then like have it load and then That's go and then like if you took a wrong turn that sucks because the map is like that's all you get bitch um, yeah so yeah yeah miguel's phone for whatever reason stayed having connection like the entire time we drove and i like refused to turn it off because i didn't want that to happen to us because obviously like, we don't know where we're going and like there wasn't really a lot of places to stop um yeah so yeah i it, we literally just sat there like no music on the on the radio or like anything because we're just trying to like focus on the road and focus on getting there um and lo and behold, like we came back or like told people that we drove from Oaxaca to Waltuco and people were like, are you like a professional driver? Like, do you drive back home? Like, are you, I guess like, no. Yeah, like, like, why the fuck did you do that? Literally, <laughs> people were like, were like that. nobody drives that. Like, not a single person in their like sane mind would ever drive that route. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we learned that. So, but, um throughout like this time of year so the busy season i guess is like november to april or something um and during those times they have planes every day because there is an airport but like right now it's the slow season or quiet season i guess and they don't have planes that go every day it's like a couple times a week so but you can also like book a bus like you don't have to drive like there are other ways to get there uh, but we just were like, well, driving is the cheapest way and like, whatever, we have a car and nah, nah. so, yeah, uh, not, not fun. But, yeah. Slay, mama. Slayed. Yeah, but Calvin also went to a wedding um, and dealt with some matrimonial things over the, over the summer, too. I did. So uh, when we last left off... <laughs> Um, last episode i told you yeah a few months ago guys um i told you guys that my brother and his fiance were getting married soon um so we had the wedding literally what day was that tifa the second literally i think that day you got it was the engaged, day that right? i got engaged yeah yeah period because i remember showing my mom mm -hmm. she messaged she's like kevin told me congratulations Oh, yeah. Um, she told me. She was like, I'm going to message Tiva right now. Um, I was like, okay, mom. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, it happened on the 2nd of September. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think I had a night flight, a red eye, from Santa Ana straight to Charlotte. Um, my flight was 9 p.m. and then I landed at 5 a.m. Um, so I landed, I got my rental car and then, um, actually kind of a nice moment. This guy who picked me up in his lift was talking about how he actually is from LA and he wanted to move to North Carolina to, um, um, try and find work and he just graduated and whatever else. Um, so I thought that was nice. So I tipped him like, I think $30 or something. You tipped him $30? Um, yeah, because he was telling me, like, a nice story about how, um, I don't know, like, how he wants to do. So he doesn't work right now because he just moved. So he only does Uber or Lyft or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I think my fare was only, like, $5. So I was Jesus. like, okay, I'll tip you, you know, whatever. Um, so I got my rental car. Um, and then I drove to a McDonald's parking lot and slept there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um 
and I only woke up in the morning because it started to get hot. Otherwise, I would have kept sleeping. Um, you didn't so... have like a you couldn't go to like somebody's house or anything or like was your mom already there? So my mom wasn't there. Boo Boo arrived first, my little sister. She was the first one in the family out of all of us to arrive. So she actually was staying with um, Alicia's sister in Morganton, which is about a few hours away, I think, or maybe like an hour away from Charlotte. Mm -hmm. um, so she was there. And then I think the day that I flew out, she went to someone else's house like two hours away. Um, and so when I landed, my mom wasn't there yet. Um, we didn't have our hotel. We would check in later that day, but you know, check-ins at like fucking 3 PM or whatever. Right. Um, so that day I literally like fell asleep in the parking lot and then had to just hang out in Charlotte just a little bit. Um, and Ethan and Alicia are there. They were there. So they drove down. So they were mm -hmm. first in Tennessee, and then they went to, I think, Morganton, and then they went to Charlotte. Um, also, where my little sister went. So I don't know how to explain it, but, like, um, Charlotte is a big city, but, like, there's smaller cities around it, and they were in the smaller cities. But the smaller cities are, like, 45 minutes an hour away yeah. from Charlotte. So um, I, I was staying in Charlotte, and they were staying in other cities that were pretty far away. So... Um, I can't remember. I think I picked up my little sister that day and her boyfriend and we went to Sephora, LOL. Of course we did. Yeah. Um, so that was the first day. Um, the second day, just errands. So, so, so busy setting up everything, um, running around, doing all these errands, getting everyone ready. Again, like I said, it's a lot of travel, like a lot of driving. So the the venue was actually in a town called Monroe, which was about 45 minutes from where we were staying. <laughs> so just the drive alone, back and forth, back and forth. Um, it was a, it was a lot. I'm kidding. It's um, a lot of gas. Yeah, it's a lot of gas, you guys. Um, and if you look up Charlotte, like this, the roads around it are like a circle, like a city center circle. So like, if you want to go to monroe you have to like enter the circle and like take like a weird way to get there like there's only one way to get there there's not like multiple roads that you can like take and go oh that's annoying um yeah i was like this is kind of weird um but the actual wedding was good um as i said before i declined i don't know i don't did i say this that i didn't want to be my brother's best man did i say that I don't know if you okay. said that in the in like any of the previous episodes or not, but yeah, Calvin did not. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I didn't want to be my brother's best man. He asked me like a few weeks before <laughs> the wedding. I feel like that's something like, that the, he should have had established like before that, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I was like, why didn't you tell me ahead of time? Ago? Because you guys all live in Minnesota and have the same suit, um, and now I don't. Um, but I didn't want to do it because um. I just didn't want to be up there and I didn't oh, want to take city? attention. Sorry. I'm what? like looking at the city and I'm like the city. Yeah. Like yeah, you have like to like circle. Yeah. Like you can't just like go through Charlotte. You have to go around it and then like kind of do that. I don't know. Look it up. You guys look it up and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. So yeah, I didn't want to be my brother's best man. Um, it was just a lot. I didn't want to kind of 
the I didn't want any attention on me, especially because when you actually go and like do the walk or give a speech or whatever else, and you see how their family operates, um, they're very very Christian, um, and very very uh, I would say on the conservative side, but they're pretty Christian. Um, the sermon or the pastor that was doing the ceremony were giving like verses and stuff. Versus from the Bible, he wasn't doing like freestyles. He was like going up there doing like the stallion. Uh, yeah, I was like, okay, bars. <laughs> I was like, okay, real hot girl shit. Um, no, he wasn't doing that. Um, he was giving like for real verses and stuff. Was it in English and or was it in Hmong? It was in English because my brother doesn't speak that much Hmong, so they were saying it in English. Is the Hmong can speak sorry, I have is is the Hmong that Alicia's family speak the same Hmong dialect that your family speaks? Yep. Oh, okay. Well that's nice at least. Yeah, so at least it's a better understanding for us. Um so yeah the ceremony was very religious. Um it was talking about Bible verses and how the wife should be um helpful for the husband and the husband should be he, he was saying things like, I, my cousins and I were making fun of it, but a little bit, but um, he was saying things like, your wife is like your your body and the husband is the head or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay, period. Um, so it, it was it was stuff like that. Um, and so as a queer person, as a gay person, I didn't want to go up there and have uh, people look at me, basically, or take away from the day or even, even little things like... Um, it, it's hard being a, a gay person or a queer person in that space um especially because i know that people are gonna be like that's calvin's brother or if i act too gay they'll be like what the fuck is calvin didn't want to show up any of the other men because he knew he'd look better i know i, I already eat them up mama um <laughs> um so that that's a fear that i had and i will have until the day i die probably um, so yeah, that's why I didn't want to be the best man, but also there is no way that I could have been the best man because all the things that I was doing, getting people ready and driving around and doing all these errands, there is no way that I could have done all those things while still being the best man. Um, so it kind of worked out. I will say a, a quick little rant is that most people will find with me not being the best man. I only had pushback from like two people, um, and this is a funny story, but one of the girlfriends of the groomsmen came up to us and like act like acted like she knew us kind of, and I don't even know her name. Um, but it was me, my mom, and Genev, which is my little uh, cousin. We were rolling egg rolls, and she was kind of talking to me about like, oh, how I should have been the best man, and like, and I was like, oh, well, you know, I I just don't want to take away from the day, and I think Ethan's okay with that. And she was like, yeah, I know, but like, still, you should be there for, and the fact that this is what she said right after this, because I just pushed it off. I just like wiped it off. I was like, whatever. I really don't care what you have to say. This is what she said. She's like, oh, where's your sister? And she said, oh, where's Char? What did she call her? Mama, who's Char? Char? Who the fuck is Char? Exactly, bitch. I was like, exactly. Don't come up to me and act like you know me and my family and my brother's dynamic. You don't even know. Mama, who's Char? Who's Char? Because everyone that knows us knows that no one calls Boo Boo Char. 
Here no one ever bathes. Okay. And like, people don't even call her Charlize half the time, at least not in the family. I know. I was like, I know. I was like, Mama, who's Char? Who is Char? Point, is Char in the room? <laughs> like, um, so yeah. So it's things like that where it's like, if you don't know me and my brother's dynamic, if you don't really know our family, then just like, shut up. Okay. Right. Okay. Robin's not the only brother um, that so, Ethan has either. So maybe they should have asked the eight year old. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they should have asked the eight year old. Okay. <laughs> so what about that? <laughs> oh, and he wasn't there either, though. So. Well, Aiden wasn't there. Aiden was not there. I guess he started school on the on the fifth. So my oh. dad was like, "Well, um, because my dad drove down, um, so like we would have taken him a few days. Maybe he would have missed the first day of school or whatever." Um. So other than that, it was good. I mean, we had a good time. I will say, the music, Mama, not fun. I wanted to shake my ass. Period. Um, in a low key way, though. Um, but one of the MCs kind of hijacked the thing and she didn't let Ethan or Alicia play the music that they wanted. Did like no one try to stop them or like nobody went up and was like, hey, this is not what this is supposed to be. Okay, literally the drama that my mom told me is that they asked Ethan and Latifah. What? What? Oh, they asked Ethan and Alicia. That kind of rhymes. Alicia, Latifah. Yeah. Yeah. They asked Ethan and Alicia um, for a playlist. And so they gathered all the songs that they wanted to. They didn't play any of the songs that they wanted. Um, so I was like, why would you ask for a playlist if you're not going to do anything? Um, they, one of Ethan's other groomsmen wanted to give a speech. Um, and he got denied. They kept on being like, oh, yeah, you'll be next. You'll be next. And then they never played it. The only songs that they played were like older Hmong songs that you can't really dance to. There's a specific like traditional... I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it's like you do the hand motion, you know, when you do you know, like the hands and stuff. Yeah. And you walk around in a circle. Oh, so it's, it's like it's for all the tip. old people, like it wasn't for. Yeah. And the thing is, the old people left. Yeah, because they're probably it was... like, it's 8 p.m. It's my bedtime. Yeah, all the old people left. So they were playing the music for no one. Um, and Ethan and Alicia were pretty upset, but... They were so, so, so busy taking photos with everyone else that they couldn't say anything, probably. Oh. Yeah, because when you told um, me that, I was like, why did nobody try to be like, hey, this is... Because I would have been like, I'm not paying you until you pay them, like, you play the songs that we want. Like... Yeah, I think they didn't out. have a DJ, that's why. Oh, okay, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm ready. I'm a, I'm a down-ass bitch. I'm, I'm there to be bossy. Because I don't care if people think that I'm mean. I, I don't right. care if people think that I'm mean. If, if I'm doing it for Latifah and I know that that's what Latifah wants and I know that Latifah doesn't want to look like a bitch that day, I don't care if people think I'm a bitch. Whatever, I'll do it. Period. Um, period, bitch, period. Um, and so that was kind of crazy. But otherwise, the night was like fine. It ended at 10 p.m. Oh, I feel like that's early. Good. That is early, bitch. But I mean, like, if you're waking up at, like, 7, 8 a.m. to, like, do hair and makeup and everything, then it's, like, you they don't feel like that's early, I'm sure. They're probably, like, I'm fucking tired, but... That's what yeah, doing. I was fucking exhausted. I know they probably woke up early. The ceremony, I think, was at, like, 3 p.m. So. Um, and then the next day, they had the Hmong wedding. 
that was brazy to do back to back is brazy. I know they did it because everyone's in town and, you know, a lot of people flew in. Um, but that was, that started at 9 a.m. Um, and, and traditionally, if you guys don't know, um, the Hmong wedding is just like, it starts at the bride's side. They do this whole negotiation, this whole thing. They do a bunch of shots. I'm not actually quite sure about all of the punishments and stuff. There's a lot of stuff. You guys, refer to Joy and Ka, please. LOL, comment down below. Controversial. Um, do you remember that couple years ago when that video came out with the girl and she's being like dragged out of her house and people are like, what is going on? They're like, oh, well, it's just like her being taken away for her wedding. People are like, what the fuck? I do not recall that. Oh. Ju and Ka probably do, so. Okay, I bet it's in the uh, Hmong fucking chats or whatever on Facebook. Because, you know, Hmong people be having a lot of the fucking chats and stuff. Or like Hmong gossip or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably in there. Um, I don't know what that's about. But, um, yeah, so it starts at the bride's house. The punishments, I don't understand. There's like a few things that you have to do, like the correct way. Like, you can't leave anything in the bride's house. And if you have to go back and get it, you have to, like, take a shot or whatever. So, oh, and then, like, all the rules about, like, drinking. Like, if, if like, they offer you a drink, Ethan can be like, I'm not going to drink that unless it's someone specific. But otherwise, Ethan can be like, I'm not going to drink that. And then one of his friends has to or um, his quote-unquote best man. That's not what that's called. Like, one of his best mans have to drink that. Oh. And then um, there's rules about, like, like I said, the punishments, like, I think Ethan, like, they were kind of crazy. Like, they stole, apparently, like, a few of his things and hid them in the house so that he would have to be punished. And so he would have to take a shot or whatever. Um, and then things about Genev, like, she had to drink if it was from someone specific. Otherwise, she can decline and someone else has to drink for her. Um, so This just sounds like a way to get people drunk. I know, and it is, and not and to like not to talk shit about tradition. Like that's not what I'm doing, but like, I mean, it is a way to pe make people drink because, like, I'm not quite sure. And this is what I'm asking Joan Ka is like, is this tradition, or is this something that has developed in an American culture from tradition? Like, do they do this back in Laos? To well, be and this I crazy. think some cultures do like like alcohol is a part of like a lot of different cultures too, um, and like so I get that, but like so I don't know. Yeah. I've been to a couple Hmong weddings here and there, and I'm like, it is 11 a.m. and like people are plastered. Literally, it's 10 a.m. and people are drunk, and my cousins are throwing up. The reason that um, so Ethan has to choose a best man and a girl from his side um from his family to go over and he can have all this his friends i guess i guess apparently and his cousins um the reason that he does that is that he has to have one male or whatever so that was cedar a cousin who's around ethan's age and then he chose genev um which is our girl cousin um i think she's 20 Two twenty three, I think. Yeah, because um, her sister's like 25, 26. 25, I think. Yeah. So, and, and Sistine's married, so I don't think she can do it. Also, she was pregnant. Oh, no, no. She no, just she gave birth. Baby. 
Yeah, she had the baby. But uh, but when they did the Hmong wedding before, she was pregnant, I think. Because <laughs> they already did this. So they're just redoing it. Um, so Ethan chose them because, one, I don't drink at all. And then, two, Boo Boo's only 19. So traditionally, I believe it would be someone closer. Like, you're supposed to choose, like, a brother and then also your sister. Because Geneva is supposed to follow Alicia around and, like, make sure that she doesn't, like, run away. That's traditionally what it's supposed to be, I believe. Um, and so that was her job. But it's also her drinking all the time. So that's why Ethan chose who he did. Okay? Um, so all my cousins went to, like, all my boy cousins from California went. And they had to shotgun beers and stuff. Because they were not giving little shots. They were making Ethan and my cousins drink full cans of beer which oh is not gosh. typical, apparently. Um, and so I was like, damn, I'm glad I'm not there, bitch, period. Um, so that was brazy. And again, like I How said, bloated, it's just tradition- Oh my gosh. I'm like, try- like, beer makes you so bloated and like... Nothing. I know. I'm like, that's disgusting as someone that doesn't drink, but also beer, from what I can see, is nasty. But it's also like, again, like I said, is this tradition or is this something that has evolved with American culture and tradition? Because like back in Laos, did they really drink all this much? And was there all this punishment? Like, I don't know. I wasn't there. So, um, and then also this goes back to that, um, the Hmong, what is it? 17, 18 clan or whatever. They gave out rules that were like, hey, you're not, let's not have people drink or whatever, which is like, duh. Um, but people still do because people people die, people died. I was you know what ask, like, I wonder what the statistic is because like you at some point people have to get like alcohol poisoning. Well, that's the thing. I think that's why the Hmong eighteen clan or whatever said that because people kept getting alcohol poisoning, and then the community was like, "Let's stop fucking drinking all this fucking stuff at the wedding," because I think that the Hmong eighteen uh, clan made like a cap. Or like a standard of bride price as well, mm-hmm. which is crazy. <laughs> but Whole other to put a price on a woman, yeah, that's another story. Um, so I think that that's why they made that statement of being like, okay, let's not force people to fucking drink all the fucking time, right? Um, but people, people get fucked up. Anyway, so then um, keep in mind that this is in Polkton, which is about an hour and a half away from Charlotte. So my brother is at my um, sister-in-law, Alicia's uncle's house. So the nearest person that we have in um, in North Carolina that we know and that's among her is in Hickory, which is two hours away. So my brother is driven by my auntie Sharon. So she takes the whole groom side of the family with Alicia and, and Geneva and Cedar and everyone drives two hours to where we are in, in Hickory and we're supposed to welcome them. So again, it's just eating and drinking. They come in, they have like a little meal outside of the house and then they can come into the house through the front and they give a whole rundown of all this traditional stuff and whatever else. I kind of clocked out because it took so fucking long. Um, so yeah, all that to say, sorry, I'm almost done, but all that to say, um, it was really cool. It was really cool to see, um, 
that traditional side. It's a little bit cryptic because if, especially if you're a girl, especially if you're like me and you don't drink, or especially if you're not as close to someone that's getting married, you really don't see the whole process. Um, because it's so one-sided, like if you're from the bride side, you never see what happens when we receive it. We, we receive the groom and his, the wife on the, on our side. Like you never see what happens. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I know, like, obviously, like, with American weddings, it's, like, bringing the families together. Um, but from what I've seen and, like, things that I know, I feel like it's more so, like, I don't want to necessarily, like, taking the burden of, like, the daughter of the family or, like, the would-be wife. But it's also just, like, okay, well, this is, you're not going to see these people anymore. You're ours now. And that's kind of what it seems like, you know. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because I think back in the day, obviously, because you're marrying out, you're not marrying in your village, you're, you're going to the new year at other people's villages. And so mm -hmm. when you do get married, you really never see your family ever again. Um, and so I think that's why they had this whole thing and why it's so cryptic. Um, in today's standards, like Alicia will still see her family and stuff. And, and it is weird because it, it, there is an element of like, okay, you're not, you're ours now, bitch, or whatever. Right. Um, and, and sometimes it's like not a malice. In this case, it's not because obviously we love Alicia. Um, but in, in some cases where people are very, very traditional, um, it can be seen as that. But, but I was saying like, you never really get to see the whole process of the wedding. If you're the bride, like, like Alicia's, um, like Alicia's sisters, they never really get to see what happens after Alicia leaves. And I mm. think that that's really interesting because right. I'm never going to see what our side of the family, how our, how we receive them and stuff. And if you're a girl on my side, like if you're uh, Sistine or Athena, you never see what happens on, on the other side. It, does that make sense? Kind of. So like when you have, so when you have a Hmong wedding, you might be experiencing that for the first time and you really don't know how to act. Or you can hear it from other people on your side that has have gone through a Hmong wedding and kind of you get the feel, but you never really know. Because like an right. American wedding, you know, it's like the ceremony, you know, it's like the reception and whatever else. Right. Because then like, unless you have a sibling that's like of the opposite sex, like you're not going to know what the other side of that wedding really looks like. Yeah. And obviously so that's, that's different really like, with people. Yeah. Because like, so have you met cool. any of Alicia's like extended family that was like involved in the wedding at all before that weekend no i i met her mom i met her sisters and her brother for like the first time yeah so like that's interesting because i don't know yeah. i mean not that everybody has to meet like beforehand like i know that that's that's kind of like how things are sometimes depending on like where people like alicia and ethan lived like states and states apart and we're like long distance for a very long time um but like yeah that's interesting because I don't know it's like you you're celebrating and like with these people but you're like we've never met you before and now we're like involved for life type of thing you know yeah well i was kind of saying like um like my little cousin athena mm -hmm. i i was at the among her side so we were in hickory and we were just cooking but imagine athena and i didn't see what ethan had to go through like he, mm -hmm. We didn't see the punishments. We didn't know anything about that. We didn't know that they had to give shots. We didn't know that if, like, you don't drink, then you can pass it on. We didn't see how crazy or whatever or 
all everything that went down. So when we get when Athena gets married, it's like how is she gonna know how to do all that? Right or like what to? Expect. I think that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because that when she goes through her for her Hmong wedding, that would be kind of the first time that she sees it, and that could be kind of that's crazy because people could just like make shit up and just tell you like, hey, this is what it's this is normal, and you have like no, you've no reason to not believe them or like yeah. to not to like question them, you know? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, I think it's a special case for us because my dad is not really traditional like that. Mm-hmm. But my grandpa, not really traditional either, but he knew more. And because my grandpa passed away, Ethan and I really don't know that much. But also, like I'm saying, it's a little bit cryptic because the first time that my grandpa would have talked about how to get married is when someone got married. Right. So it's like you're prepping us a little too late. Um, and now that he's gone, Ethan had to use like a, a someone else, like a, like a donor family, basically. Yeah, because um, your grandpa passed before anyone got. Because did Sistine had like a did Sistine have a mom wedding? Um, yeah, Sistine had a. I think she did. I don't know where I was, and I think that they had the ceremony or whatever at um, the Monk Elder Center. Okay, I thought. But again, it's. It's half and half of the family, so my grandpa's only going to receive. Oh no, 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 no! I don't know why my grandpa did. I don't know what he did. I think he's just like at the, at the very beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it starts at the bride side, and then he would they would end at Timmy's house, or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. But anyway, all that to say, guys, sorry, I've been talking for a long time. But all that to say, um, really, really interesting, really, really eye opening. Um, I would love to know more. Maybe I'll do my own research. I personally have never thought about getting married. um, Because growing up, that was not an option for me. Um, I think gay marriage was legalized when I was a teenager. So for Mm -hmm. a very, very long time. I had been conditioned to believe that that is not something that is achievable for me. Um, And because of that, I always thought that I would never get married. Um, In terms of a Hmong wedding, I, again, never thought that that would be something for me because the way that it operates, it operates in a very gender binary, men and women kind of thing. So there's no guideline of... um, what if it's a male and a male? What if it's a girl and a girl? Who gets the dowry? Who doesn't get the dowry? What house are we going to start at? It operates in a very, very, like I said, gender binary kind of world. And so because of that, I always figured that there's not really a space to be gay or queer. Um, and I think that's why I gave myself the permission not to care <laughs> too much. Because um, you're like, and we're going to be involved in the process. So it's like, why bother in the process? Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm never going to have one. There's not a space for me in this culture. So why would I even care about learning about this? And I think it is important. I think it's, I think it's really eye opening after the Hmong wedding to see like, this is kind of culture. And this is really cool. But at the same time, like, I know that I'm never going to go through this. So right. What's the point in terms of me? Um, well, that's like, um, this past year, I want to say, or maybe it was late last year. Um, there was a gay uh, Hmong wedding that had happened, and it was, I think, it, I'm pretty sure it happened in Laos. Um, and it was Yeah, like, I saw that. That was our mentor, bitch. 
yeah and um we know those people i that's what <laughs> like that was uh one of our camp counselors back when we were in high school um so i don't know if you know that or remember that but he was at the one of the Bay last Lake years Mama. maybe you weren't there because it was one of the years that we were in ely not and at bay lake so um oh they... was it the one at that high uh, that college yeah okay yeah i wasn't there yeah so he was a but, but i do know there. him yeah so he they're both from minnesota uh and i know that, that they're was, both are i think or maybe the second maybe his husband isn't but i think they live in minnesota um i'm not 100 percent sure but i know when the wedding was happening like it was it was literally like 50 i don't want to know it's 50 50 but people were really like divided i would say like some people were like wow this is really great like you have like a gay couple like trying to be inclusive of their Hmong traditions and all this stuff and then there are other people like death threats and like threatening them and just like trying to dox them because they were gay but men so it was like it's i don't know it's scary i'm sure it's very scary for them to be like out and proud and like want to celebrate their love just as like any other couple would if they want to get married and like that wedding was insane like their pictures were all over the internet and like on tiktok it and like was it was like thousands of people had attended it was like Hmong celebrities i think had attended and just like huge giant posters of their faces and like all this crazy stuff so it was like a very that was crazy <laughs> it was wild but like it was also met with like a lot of hate and like it sucks because it's you grow up in a in like a culture that's so like rich and very much like wants to hold on to their roots and you want to do that too because like you deserve to because like that's the culture you're raised in but also to like figure out how to do that but denounce the I don't know the traditional aspects of it at the same time but like still being inclusive like that's really hard yeah and it and you know what? They are trailblazers for doing that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not, cause, cause you know what? People, I was talking to my friend, and they're like, "Well, you could still do that," and, but it's like, okay, but like, then I would have to come up with all the rules and like this and that, and like kind of break culture and like make a new culture. Mama, I'm lazy. <laughs> like if you don't want to do that, like that doesn't like everybody's wedding and like journey and all is already like their own decision and everything. Um. But it's also a lot like you can't assume that people people who are like in any capacity if they're gay straight lesbian whatever like you can't expect that of them necessarily just because like that's what tradition that's what their tradition is even if they're not traditional like i don't know yeah yeah i'll say this which is i think culture is so 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 important i think it's really really good to hold on to your culture and learn about your culture mm -hmm. i do not believe that gender roles are culture um i don't think that because what's the diff what's the difference because like if i know how to cook a traditional Hmong meal i'm still retaining my culture it doesn't matter if i'm a girl or a boy because right. typically you would say like oh a woman should know how to cook clean if if joe and kyle know how to fucking go out and kill a cow Mama, they're keeping the culture. It doesn't matter. Like, gender roles don't matter as long as you're keeping it in the, I don't know, keeping the culture. Because typically a man would go and kill a cow or whatever. And, and that goes, and I think that I, that comes from a place of uh, difference. 
because my family, like I said, is very matriarchal. My mm-hmm. grandpa would never go out and kill a cow. Typically, the man would, but my grandma would. And so I think that's where culture comes into play. It's like, it's very important, important to keep your culture, but the one who's doing it doesn't matter. If it's a boy, if it's a girl, if they're queer, if they're straight, it doesn't matter as long as they're doing the culture. Right, and I um, think that's really important for people to know. And like, it's it's always weird because they, there are conversations that I have with people around the Hmong community or about the Hmong community and like my connection is mainly through Calvin's family so it's always really interesting because people are like well this is the way that things are and like women are treated this way and like trust me like I know that that's like a very deep conversation and I don't necessarily feel like it's my place to like touch on all of that because it's not something I fully understand but I know that there's like a lot of controversy and stuff and there are a lot of things and a lot of times where women do feel wronged especially in like this present day and age but then it's like the experience that I see is where it's like, like you said, it's like your grandma, it's Eileen, it's like your aunts who are always taking lead and taking charge in things. Yeah. So it's like, it's just different, but they're also very like more progressive with a lot of things. It's very, it's very different. And this is another example. I don't want to blow up fucking Joel, but I'll say it anyway, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Joel told me a story about how typically um, for Hmong families and for big Hmong families, especially if you are a part of a, a big family or a clan, like the hers will have like a, a spokesperson for all of that, that side or that clan. Um, and so I think one of Joel's family members, it might have been her mom, Joel correct me in the comments down below. Um, but one of her family members would like would literally be like, Oh my god, too bad Joel's not a man, she would be the perfect representative for us. It's like she is and the perfect it, representative of us, she's just not a man. So yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. It's and first of all, Joe didn't want to, so she was like, "Whoo, off the hook, bitch." Um, so period for her. But like at the same time, it's like, okay, but like, that's why I'm saying culture is important, but gender isn't. Like, exactly. if she's the perfect representative, but the only thing is that she's a woman, then why not just pick her? Like, gender doesn't mean anything to me. But again, like I said, that's because I'm. I'm built different. My family's built different, y'all. <laughs> and also, I'm queer, so. Yeah, so it's interesting. Wow. There's going to be, I hate to sound like this, and it's so annoying, and I already catch myself talking about, like, weddings and stuff a lot, and I don't like that. Um, but I know that that's probably going to be my life for the next couple of years, and I'm trying not to annoy people with it. But it sounds like there's going to be a lot of, like, cultural winning things and episodes maybe in the future, so I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm sad because I'm not there um, and I just feel like I want to be there to like go wedding dress shopping or like go cake, I don't know, tasting or like all that stuff. So I think that um, I'll probably take more trips back home to Minnesota, maybe like quick weekend trips. And then because of my job and because of the climate in Minnesota right now, I think that I probably will move back soon. We've been um, trying to get this bitch hopefully. to move back for months. We're like, okay, weed's legal now. August 1st, move you back, bitch. I know, but like I heard that um, that things are not being sold. Yeah, like, it's like a very slow process. Like a lot of cities are like still have bans and stuff because they haven't really figured out like how they want to handle anything or like sell like sales and stuff. So it's like it's legal, but not in a lot of places technically. Like you have to go to like reservations and stuff basically right now. 
yeah so that's where it's like there's like a little bit of a lag i know that i saw some big hiring uh that's like the state is hiring hiring for um a few positions but they're pretty big and you need like a phd to do that so they haven't rolled out like the girl uh, they the say that but they'll hire people that have experience that's true i should just apply um so soon you guys because i i really honestly loved um i love planning for things i eileen like would plan a whole fucking wedding and I was always there by her side. And I really loved um, helping Joa kind of do her whole thing. And um, I complained about it all the time. But I really loved like doing little errands for Ethan's wedding as well. Um, so yeah, and I think I think I think um, I showed love through um, helping people and like acts of service. Street, I don't know. Yeah, I love that and gifts too. So. Period. That is true. Um, You've yeah. always. Do you have anything else to add? Um, not really. I mean, yeah, it's really nice to get back to this. Like, it's been. Honestly, we weren't planning to end when we did. I know that we kind of said that at the beginning. Um, it just, <laughs> it's like summer got really busy, and like, I don't know. I took a break from a lot of things. Not even just yeah. like this, but like. Um, there was like a month where I didn't go to like any Merrick meetings too, just cause like Thursdays, cause we meet on Thursdays. Um, I always had something and like the summer was like very crazy and like, I don't know, there's just a lot going on. I went to a lot of concerts, did a lot of things, got engaged. Um, so it's weird. Cause now I'm like looking back and people are like, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like everything is just happening so fast. Um, and it's crazy. <laughs> Things are constantly happening. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we got engaged. We came back and now there's a baby here. And like, it's just like yeah, no. all this craziness. And I feel like I want to do all these things. But I understand that like people also have their lives and like people are really happy for us. Um, but also like people are just living their fucking lives. So it's like I trying to figure out what we are going to do over the next couple of years and like planning. Um but like, yeah, I want Calvin involved as much as he wants to be involved too. So it's like, it's interesting because now that we're like adults and we're all doing our own things, like everybody's capacities are very different and just kind of vary. And I'm just like trying to navigate. And like, I'm someone that doesn't like to ruffle feathers or like cause anybody like any distress. So I'm like, let me not talk about things and like not do anything. Because I was going to send this in the group chat and maybe I'm crazy, but maybe this is just me. I want to have a drag queen at my wedding, at my reception. Is that wild? I don't think so. You love drag, bitch. I think it would be so like, fun. You want them to perform? Yeah. Obviously, okay, period. I'd hire them to pay, but then I'd be like, bring your dollar bills because there's going to be a drag queen. But I'm like, is that too much? Or like, maybe it's not enough. I don't think so. I mean, no kids, right? I mean, um, even if kids were there, whatever. No, I think there's going to be kids because like, if we're asking, because all of our family lives out of state, or most of our family lives out of state, yeah, I feel like it's rude. Have, yeah. It's rude for us to be like, yeah, no kids. I mean, but. they could find a babysitter at home. Yeah, that's, like, true, I guess. But, like, I feel like that's not necessarily, like, super fair. Because then it's, because like... Because I will say, um, at Ethan and Alicia's wedding, kids were there. They were pretty behaved during the ceremony. But, and it was also nice because um, 
the place that we rented the venue had a big the ceremony was outside and then right inside was a reception hall mm-hmm. but the kids would just go out and play like outside yeah um i will say it was unsupervised so there's no adults there. well and that's the other thing like not a lot of our friends really even have kids like i think um and like the ones that do have kids would probably be involved in the wedding like we have a couple we have a friend uh friends that are a couple and they have like a five-year-old daughter and like oh she'd be like our flower girl and like miguel's sister has three kids so like and i think the other thing is being selective of the families you invite that have kids like i'm not going to invite someone that we know from like high school and their five kids it'd be like it's just you guys like we're not inviting your kids so it's like very selective you know yeah so and you know what i'll say is i don't know if this is controversial um i don't have a problem tapping someone on the shoulder and being like hey you need to get your kids and clock out (laughs) no and i think i'm gonna also put something where it's like at 10 o'clock this place is about to get ignorant so like if you don't want your kids to see that then like you gotta bounce but like after that it's like adults only i think that you should have a i think like i saw on tiktok people don't really want a fucking you know a wedding gift to remember you by they just want to look hot and take photos I saw that. So as long as you have, like, a photo booth there, you're good. I think that you have to have, like, at least one hour where you're like, okay, everyone who wants a photo, me and Miguel are going to stand right here, go through it in line. Because Ethan and Alicia took the whole night taking photos. No. And they didn't even touch the dance floor. So I know you want to shake your ass, bitch. So absolutely, you're going to have to do that. No, that's smart. So, yeah, there are a lot of things that I've already, like, figured out that are, like, small details. But I have to go, like, venue looking and things probably in the next couple months because I want it to be Juneteenth weekend of 2025. So it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday wedding. So people have time to like get in, but also have the full weekend to like enjoy themselves or like get home if they want to um, and be like, try to be reasoned with people that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, everything is like, a lot of places don't have 2025 like booked yet, thankfully. But yeah, it's going to be quite, quite the ordeal. Because if it's one thing, bitch, I know how to throw a party. And so I know that expectations are high. So we about to do it. Uh, city goes up 10 points. Huh? I said city goes up 10 points. Yes, girl. So yeah, it's just like trying to figure out. And thankfully, Miguel is also kind of excited about planning the wedding, which I feel like is not always the case. Oh, um, for her. Yeah, so people are, he knows, he's like, people don't expect us to have good food because I run a restaurant. I was like, exactly. So it's just like all these things, but we're also like, we have to take into consideration, like, what's our capacity like trying to do all this? But, you know. You know what? I've never, well, I guess this isn't really an American wedding. I've never been to a white person's wedding. Actually, that's a lie. My my cousin got married to a white guy and they had their dinner catered, Um, but I've never been to a wedding you went to because... Jewish wedding. Was that catered? I don't know. I wasn't there. I think it was. I think it was. But uh, yeah, I no, that's not the end of my sentence. I was going to say something else. But yeah, Jewish wedding was catered. I was going to say, I've never been to a wedding where like all the aunties and all the moms were not cooking their fucking ass off. Well, that's the thing. A lot of so... venues won't let you bring your own food. Like even if you don't go with them, you have to have like a caterer. And like even with cakes. Yeah, but... I think that's crazy. Like, even wedding cakes have to be by a licensed baker. And I was like, why does that matter? I mean, I know why it matters, but I feel like that's so annoying. 
Yeah, but check the thing because literally we were cooking, but we needed a catering license. We just used someone else's catering license. Like, they were like, oh, you want to use it? Okay, we're not going to cook, but you can use it under our name. Yeah, but I also, like, know my mom. And my mom already is, like, very anxiety-ridden when it's, like, having an event at the house or, like, Thanksgiving. And the last thing I want in my wedding day is, like, my mom running around and, like, freaking out because she's trying to do stuff when I'm, like, just get your hair and makeup done and, like, go sit down. You know? Period. Yeah. So, I don't I know. will say, but also, like, I don't know. Uh, what was I going to say? It's like, I was so busy that I didn't even see my brother. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw him for like 20 minutes and I saw him during the wedding and I think I spoke to him for like probably 15 minutes. It was probably the like, whole time I was there. Did you eat? Do you need anything? Yeah. He was like, hey, well, hey, like, you know, whatever else, whatever we talk about when we see each other. And then um, the next day we were like doing the dance floor together and then he had to leave because he had to go pick up all the alcohol and stuff. And then I was like, okay. And then the next day I saw him at the wedding. And that was it. I know that boy was hungover for days. I know. They're crazy because, like, literally they drove down. Um, Alicia got a new Tesla, so they drove that back up. They still have to go back down and pick up the rest of their gifts. Absolutely not. See, and that's, that's why, like, crazy. When um, Miguel's sister got buried, people were, she was like, send gifts to the house. Like, where the wedding's in California. Don't bring gifts here. Like, if you're ordering them online, just send them to the house. Yeah, I'm like, Mama. and my and my dad was pissed off because he was like, um, my one of my uncle and aunts um, drove down with my grandma and my grandpa, and they were supposed to fly back, but they didn't. They decided to stay one day, and my my dad was like, you know, if they went home like they were supposed to, Ethan and them wouldn't have to drive back down. We could have fit all of our stuff in there. Um, so my dad was like. I don't know why they decided to do that because <laughs> I messed up the plan. But why are you being annoying? I know. Um, but yeah, also the trip made me um, think about my dad and me and my brother, um, and how my dad always says that we are. My dad always says that I'm my dad's quiet side, and Ethan is my dad's social side, which is very true. I could see that. Um, because my dad, okay, here's the, thing, here's the thing about culture too, is that there's a lot of obligation, meaning like, oh, you have to invite all the uncles and all the aunties that you saw like when you were a kid or that, you know, they knew your grandpa, so you have to invite them. There's a lot of obligation, which I do not care about, which is why I don't really operate like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad does not give a fuck about that either. He's like, let's just have our family. Let's just do this small thing. Let's just do the people we care about. But Ethan has a lot of obligation, I think, and that he learned it not from my dad and maybe from my grandpa, but from our uncles because my um, he 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 kind of goes out a little bit more and hangs out with his cousins a little bit more, mm-hmm. and so um, that just made me think about like what I said, my my brother is my dad's social side and my I am my dad's more quiet side um because my my like for example like when you arrive the men are supposed to shake hands and like introduce themselves like say hi I don't give a fuck about doing that like if you're not my grandma if you're not my grandpa if you're not my immediate family I really don't give a fuck about you 
um, and I keep it very close, but Ethan will go out and like shake hands with people and whatever else. I think Ethan is also um, just a little bit more traditional than you are also. I think a little bit more traditional and a little bit, he knows his place because he has one, I think. Yeah. Is that tea kind of, but. Mm. Is it tea if it's true? I mean, true. Um, it, when when I say that, I mean like there is a place for a straight Hmong man in Hmong culture and there's not a place for a queer Hmong man. Um, so, um, yeah, so that made me think about my dad. Um, and yeah, I guess it was nice to see my dad and my mom. They, like literally they, my mom and dad do not like giving speeches, which is a pretty traditional Hmong thing. So they got up there and they were said a few things. Um, and they're like, okay, that's, uh, love you. <laughs> so yeah. Cuties. Did your parents cry? Um, my mom, I think, cried during the ceremony. Um, during her speech, she almost teared up. I think she almost started to cry during the, the, what is it? The son and daughter dance or son and mother dance. Mm. Um, what song did dad, they do? Um, they did Somewhere Over the Rainbow by oh. that, um. The Hawaiian guy? Hawaiian guy. Yeah. I think his name is Iz or something. Yeah. Is he? R.I.P. Um, yeah, rest in peace, mama. And then my dad, I think, almost cried during the ceremony, but he didn't cry during the speeches and stuff. Um, I thought he would. My little sister cried, like, during the ceremony, and I did not cry. My brother and Alicia actually didn't cry, like, at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that they would. I think they got, I think Ethan got a little teary-eyed, especially during when he was dancing with my mom. Um, and a little bit when, you know, he was, saw Alicia coming down the aisle, but Alicia was very, very strong and did not like cry at all. I, I was kind of surprised by that. She was like, this makes me cause... too much, bitch. I know, literally, I was like, face beat, mama, you better not cry. But I think it's also like, you know, you've been together for so long, you feel like maybe you, this is like just <laughs> another day. I don't know. No, that's real. Because even like when Miguel proposed, I was like, I feel like I should be crying more. But I'm also like, at this point, like I knew that this was what was going to happen with us anyway. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say expected, but like, we know that that yeah, was Yeah, I saw the video. Latifah didn't cry as much as I thought she was going to. Yeah. Boring. Boring. Which is crazy because I, I, I cry all the time. Literally all the time. Literally. So. But yeah, kind of crazy, you guys. <laughs> oh no! I was like, okay, strong. <laughs> so, that's okay. Um, Cause I know I'm gonna make bitches cry at my wedding, a hundred percent. Y'all gonna cry? Period, bitch. For real. Me and Gary are gonna give a speech. Gary's not gonna give a speech. I would have to like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I love to lie. <laughs> I would love for Gary to give a speech if he wanted to give a speech, but we both know that's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. But that's okay. It's like, yeah. I know, um, anything else? Uh, not that I can I was going to talk about work, but it's kind of, we're, we're kind of running long. Calvin trying to um, let pe bitches know that he'll sue if he needs to. Workers' rights. 
workers rights okay let me just get into it real fa fast you guys okay god um so if you're like an hourly employee you're supposed to take a 30 minute lunch and it's supposed to be california was an like... hour huh i thought california was an hour um no it's 30 minutes and then you get like two 15 minute lunch breaks if you work eight hours interesting because when i worked at converse is... because it was like a california company because it's nike they said that we had to take hour breaks oh i don't know i think you can do an hour if like you combine your lunch and your two 15 minutes no because i still got 15s but uh, okay, i don't well, know i don't know whatever maybe they're, maybe they're generous yeah um but yeah you're supposed to get a 30 minute lunch uninterrupted and so my lab director would like always come in and like talk to me and like not like oh how was your weekend like hey can you like check this and like do this and like do this other thing and so it got so bad where i would tell like mativa rafi and carrie also join ka and also jill and roy and robert and everyone else that would listen that any my witness boss keeps, like literally i was like my boss keeps talking to me and everyone was like just clock back in yeah so I started clocking back in. Mama, when I tell you the past four weeks, so the past two t two paychecks, seven times. So basically like seven every day, but three days in a pay period. No, seven times is like at least twice a week or twice a week on average. Um, Which you guys, if you only get 30 minutes of lunch break, that's not a lot. Okay, because if you are like me last week and you didn't meal prep and you have to microwave your food, that's five minutes. So now mm -hmm. it's 25. If you want to go out and get like a you know, coffee or something. At, yeah, at your car or whatever. That's another five minutes plus another five minutes of walking back. That's 15 minutes. You get 15 minutes to eat. Okay. And it got so bad where sometimes I only had 11 minutes before she came and talked to me. 16 minutes 23 minutes okay so it got and this is what i said i didn't even say it mean okay this is what i said word for word verbatim she had talked to me and asked me to show her something on our uh on our computer system and after i i had finished talking to her i said um not to be rude but like you have to stop talking to me on my lunch break um it's supposed to be 30 minutes uninterrupted um i think that's the law okay that's I how i said it okay yeah i didn't even say it mean and she was like oh, okay yeah i'll start i'll try and stop talking to you da -da -da -da, whatever okay she stopped talking to me the next day basically she went and audited like and looked at my clock in and clock outs and she was like, um, it seems like you're doing a lot of overtime. And that pissed me off because I was like, yes, I'm doing overtime because I'm clocking in early because you keep talking to me on my lunch break. And not only that, but like, mama, I got hired. And then she was like, oh, yeah, so you're not supposed to do overtime. If you do overtime, you're supposed to tell me in advance that you're going to do overtime. Otherwise, like you can get like yelled at or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. But also keep in mind that like, I was hired in May. I haven't seen an employee handbook at all. Um, 
they told me that the employee handbook was ready to read in July and that I needed to sign in and sign it, but they never gave me any sign-in or login info because they never invited me to that portal that would have me sign in. So I was like, I've been pretty lenient, but, and I was also like, it's not about the overtime per se, because I don't want to do overtime. It's about the fact that you're telling me about a policy that I don't know anything about, and I never read, I never seen, I and never it's like, agreed to. she's also the reason why you're going into overtime. Like, just don't talk to me on my lunch breaks, and I probably won't have overtime. Yeah, because literally, if you look at my clock-ins, I clock in at 7.30 and leave at 4. It's like the lunch that's causing me overtime. But I went off. I was like, you know what? I need to see the employee handbook as soon as possible. I also am going to write a, uh, I'm going to write a nonconformist report about this. And it's funny because I want this on the record. Mama, I am the record. I wrote the record. I wrote all of our quality documents. So I'm going to write a nonconformance about it and it's going to be on the record. And it's going to be um, when, you know, the internal standards organization comes and audits us, they're going to see it. Because now there's going to be a policy change. I'm going to change this because the employee handbook, usually it's the first thing that you sign when you hi- when you get hired. Yeah. Um, and it should outline like clock in and clock out on the overtime. It should outline client confidentiality. It should outline impartiality. It's supposed to outline PPE. That's the number one thing that you read and sign. So I went off on her. <laughs> Rightfully so, bitch, period. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been fine. I think we moved past it. Um, I mean, it's still kind of annoying. But girl, they are trying to find a way to let you go. You'd be like, this person's gonna cause problems. I know that's what the thing is. It's like, okay, now that I said that, it's like they that's why people don't want to say anything is because they know that people will retaliate against them. Exactly. Um, and so I know that now that I've said that, it's kind of like a target on my back. But at the same time, I know that they can't fire me because I'm the only one that's doing real things. (laughs) So um, so again, that's why I'm kind of looking, kind of looking to go back home. I just might fuck around and start my own edible company back in Minnesota. Ew. Let I me know. know if you want to invest, um, <laughs> listeners. Um, but yeah, I'm actually kind of proud of myself that I said that. I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. But here we are. So here we are. yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else. We'll probably have an actual topic next time, but I fig- I think we figured it's probably just good to like update everybody on a um hello our topic on. was weddings. Yeah, who knew? Who knew that this? Uh, who knew September second was going to be uh, quite the day for everybody? Kind of big day, you guys. <laughs> like wow, look at all of us. Okay, you guys. Well, I think that's it. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.